everyone, this is your host Mahnoor and I welcome you all back to another episode of Barefeet, a podcast series brought to you by Being Women, powered by the North Umbria Healthcare NHS Foundation Trust. Forgiveness is not an easy topic for any of us. Some wounds do not heal over time. They require more effort and hard work so that we get rid of them. Holding on to grudges and heartaches is like carrying a bag loaded with loaded with heavy rocks on your way up to the mountain. It's exhausting and painful. But forgiveness is a strong medicine for this. When life hits us hard, there is nothing as effective as forgiveness for healing deep wounds. To further talk upon the topic, we have Oloronke, who is a qualified fitness instructor and a nutritional advisor with over 20 years of experience. She started her fitness career in the early 90s while living in the southeast London. Apart from her passion for fitness, she also enjoys talking to people about the importance of living healthily, and this is what informs her drive for continuous development. She is also the author of the amazing book by the name Don't Take That Poison, Breaking Free from the Hold of Offenses. Hi, Ronke. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. It's completely my pleasure. To start off with the topic, I would first like to ask that when did you discover that forgiveness can be a way of emotionally healing yourself? I think when I came to the realization that offenses affect the total man, when we have offenses in our heart and we don't deal with them in a constructive way, it not only affects your mind, your spirit, your soul, your emotion, your thinking. After some time, it can begin to play out in your physical body as well. So I went through uh, those kind of experiences, and I realized that for me to move on in life, I need to face whatever it is that is locked within my heart, which I called a silent traveler in my book. Okay. Yeah. So what was the inspiration behind your book? I mean, what made you write it? We all have that one moment when we feel like, okay, we need to put out our thoughts and we need to share it with the world. So what was that moment for you? I think when I realized the destructive um, power of offenses, what it does to people, apart from what it does to their life, what it does to their relationships. When you, when you see people that are struggling with offenses, it not only affects them as individuals, it also affects the people in their world as well. And family, sometimes through offenses, families are broken down, businesses can be affected, community can be affected. So it's not just, you know, something that deals, affects the individual alone. It also affects every other person that is linked to that individual. And it was my own personal journey because of the things I went through in my family. Um, I'm a Christian and I came from a different background and that got me into a lot of trouble. And um, because of that, I became very angry with my dad. 
And for so many years, we were not on speaking terms. And I remember there was one day that I'm a Christian and I went to church and they said we should pray for our family. And when he got, and the man specifically mentioned, pray for your dad. And I remember when it got to my turn, I just couldn't pray for him. And I said, I'm sorry, I can't pray for him. And I started crying and I just walked out of the fellowship. And that day was a major turning point in my life because I was thinking, what was it that was locking within my heart that I could not pray for my dad? And that was what began my search. And um, from that, I realized, you know, other things that happened to me, major crises that happened to me in later in life. I realized that if you don't deal with offense and unforgiveness, it will deal with you in a very destructive way. Okay, I mean, yeah. that is your journey and that is how you got to the point of sharing it with the world. Yes. Finding meaning in our suffering and addressing our inner pain can be the few initial steps that we have to take before we embark on the forgiveness journey. So do you have any tips or any personal experience that you would like to share, for example, that how you have coped with your pain and what would you like to suggest to our listeners at the moment? I think the starting point is that most of the time we get offended or we struggle with forgiveness because the things that people, they have done to us or they are still doing to us affect the, our core identity. When people hurt us, most of the time it has to do with the way Maybe they've treated us, makes us not to feel good about herself. We feel rejected. We feel unwanted. We feel neglected. We feel abused. So there are things that focused on who we are. And I think the starting point is when as individual, we realize that we are loved, that that's my own belief. I Everything I do comes out from my own belief system. And my belief system is that no matter what anybody does or is going to do or is doing to me, I have somebody up there that is called God that loves me unconditionally. His love for me is not dependent on what I do. So that gives me inner strength to be able to know that even if somebody else is rejecting me, I have somebody else that loves me and the love will never you know, depart from me. That's the first step. The second step is most of the time when people hurt us, it's not so much what they do, is what is touching within us. Most of the time, how we react and our struggle with unforgiveness is revealing a message within us, how we see ourselves. What are the values? How do you see yourself? And so when you realize some of the things I went through, I realized that I had low self-esteem. I was not seeing myself right. I, I was, I, I struggled with rejection and I had to start facing myself that this is my life. I'm a valuable and a worthwhile person. So when my values and the way I see myself started changing, it started giving me strength to be able to let go of the things that people are doing, even if they don't change. The message that is coming from what they are doing, I'm not allowing it to define me anymore because I know I am a worthwhile person. So I think it's knowing who you are and then not allowing the message that comes with the hurt, you know, to control you 
or to make you to see yourself that way. And I think the third thing that really helped me is to be willing to go through that path of growth. You know, in it's like when you become wounded physically. If you don't expose your wound, you cover it, it becomes septic. The same thing with emotional wound. When you are hurt or you are, you're struggling with um, forgiveness, if you keep covering the situation, you are allowing the unforgiveness to grow more and more and consume your life. So the most important thing, expose it, talk about it, deal with it, face, face the situation, no matter how painful it is. By the time you go through it, you realize that you come out a stronger person, better able to, uh, to face challenges of life that might come your way. That is such a beautiful advice. Just another question that I would like to ask you is that how can a person who is not so emotionally strong practice forgiveness? And in your opinion, why is it important for them to do so? Because they want to live well. <laughs> if you love your life and you know that, as I said earlier, everybody's life is unique, is important, and everybody as value. So once you understand your value and you know that that value cannot be taken away from you, then you will want to treat yourself right. Nobody takes a, nobody takes gold and just throws it around. When we have things that are precious to us, we take care of them. We look after them. I remember when I was younger, my mom had a lot of gold. She kept them in the bank because they were precious to her. So the starting point is see yourself as precious. You are precious because you are created by God and you are unique. That is the starting point. The second thing is start taking baby steps. Depending on the depth of the hurt, depending on the depth of the wound, you're not going to get there overnight. So start taking baby steps. If you can talk about it just a little bit, start doing that. Start treating yourself right. Start speaking well of yourself. If somebody rejects you, don't say to yourself, I'm a bad person. I'm a useless person. Start doing a replacement. So the starting point is number one, see yourself as a valuable person that deserves to live a good life. That will help you to want to put things into place that will help you to live well. And the second point, start taking baby steps towards your recovery. And every step counts. If it is just to be able to do a journaling, which I did a lot. I used to keep a lot of journals. If, if, if a particular pain, memory or something that happened to me comes, I just sit down and I keep writing it and I don't edit it. You know, and I just imagine I'm writing the letter to God. That's the way I dealt with it. And it really helped me. And by the time you finish your journey, you find out that you feel lighter. So if that is how you can start, you start taking baby steps. Yeah, but you have to start somewhere. Oh, so, yeah, um, you have to start. Yeah. Before we end the podcast, I would like you to please shed some light on how we can forgive our own selves and how we can practice forgiveness on daily basis to achieve peace in our own lives. I think the starting point is to come to that level uh, acceptance that we are not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. We are all going mm -hmm. to make mistakes. You are going to hurt somebody and somebody else is going to hurt you. 
And yeah. if you hurt somebody and you want them to show you mercy and kindness, then be ready to extend it to them. But you have to start with yourself. You know, sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We don't allow ourselves to connect with the real life. There is no one that is perfect. So accept your weaknesses, accept your shortcomings. And I think the other thing is, man, know thyself. Know yourself. Know who you are. Know your trigger point. Know your things that makes you to react in a particular way, in a positive way, and in a negative way. But I think the most important thing is be kind to yourself. Nobody is perfect. So when you make a mistake, accept responsibility. Don't defend, don't excuse, don't justify, don't attack other people. Accept your responsibility. There's a general saying, it is not what happens to us that matters. It is how we respond to the things that happen to us that matters. So when things happen to us, is how we choose to respond. So it starts with you. Be merciful to yourself. So if you're wrong, I am wrong, I'm sorry. And you move on and you learn from it. You don't regret you just allow those things to learn. And it's a daily thing because every day we're going to be doing things. Sometimes we don't lie. We're going to let ourselves down. We're going to let other people down. And we have to learn to practice that. And I think the last thing I would like to say, which really has helped me, is that I know that no matter what I do, as imperfect as I am, I have the person that created me who loves me unconditionally. So once that gives me security, that it does not matter how imperfect that I am, somebody loves me unconditionally. Well, thank you so much, Ronke, for sparing your time. I am so happy that I invited you to this podcast. It was such a beautiful discussion. And I think we all have been hurt and we all have found ourselves at a point where we have to practice forgiveness in order to move on. And most importantly, to turn the blame into understanding and growth. Thank yes. you so much to everyone who is listening right now. I will definitely link Oloronka's book in the show notes. So you all should definitely go and give it a read. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until Thank next you. time, keep no problem Thank at all. You. It was completely my pleasure. I'm so happy that I called you on this podcast. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Keep shining and don't forget to smile. All right. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.